It's time to unleash the expert. What is he an expert on? Relationships, sex, spirituality, and rediscovering yourself beyond the trauma. Get ready to unleash more purpose, passion, and pleasure in your life. Here's the expert himself, Mr. Brandon Patrick. I'm worried that my faith expansion is harming my children. Hey guys, welcome back to the Brandon Patrick Show. Excited that you are here. Um, uh, a couple of things before I dive into this this topic. First off, my groups are going to start. So go to the BrandonPatrickShow.com and uh, you can find an application there. Now you might be wondering, who are these groups for? Uh, these groups are, they're Reclaim Your Heart groups. So they're, a, they're for anybody who's struggling to feel a sense of purpose in your life, anybody who's in a rut, anybody who's stuck in an addiction, um, anybody who wants to break free a little bit, be more authentic, have better boundaries, have better relationships, um, not live in fear, not live in shame. That's who those groups are for. Um, there's going to be a men's group. There's going to be a women's group. Space is limited. The group will last for about a year. It'll be once a week. Uh, for about an hour and a half. And um, it's going to be an experience like no other. Uh, and so it's it's beyond just your traditional therapy. Um, it's experiential in nature. And it is, uh, you're going to get support, you're going to get guidance, you're going to get direction, you're going to get tools, you're going to dig deep. Uh, it's awesome. So go over to the brandonpatrickshow.com and fill out an application if you're interested. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm ready to dive into this topic. I got a question. I got an email sent to me that was just such good questions. And I, it's actually a bunch of questions. And I, I just want to go through these questions uh, one by one and talk about uh, what it means to be a parent and to be expanding with your faith. And uh, the reason why I want to share these questions is because I think it illustrates something that a lot of people feel, which is this, this fear, maybe even guilt around my spirituality as it's going to affect my children. And <clears throat> I think for a lot of people, one reason to stay in the box is to avoid, uh, you know, shaking things up for your family and for your children. And um, a lot of people feel like that's the safe thing to do. And so these questions here, I think, really illustrate that. And I think a lot of people are feeling them. I felt them myself with my own children. And there's some principles that I think we need to look at that we might not think about when we when we think about parenting and faith expansion. So um, I'm going to dive right in. <clears throat> so um, she gives me a little bit of background and she talks about how um, she has five children. Some have left the church. Some are still in the church. Um, they're older children, and um, the youngest is something like 12, 13 years old. Okay. 
And, um, you know, throughout her life, she's had her own journey of faith. She, she's had her own struggles with the church and really kind of kept those under wraps until the last few years. And so, so here's, here's some of the questions. How do I talk to my kids about a change of feelings and views around religion when I feel unsteady and unsure of my beliefs without leading them astray? Okay. Um, so I'm going to address these questions one by one. Okay. Um, well, actually, I, before I do, let me read through some of these these questions that go on from that question. So she says, "How do I how do I talk to my kids about a change of feelings and be- beliefs around religion when I feel unsteady and unsure of my beliefs without leading them astray? Worries that I have. What if I cause my kids to leave the church and later regret it? It will be my fault if they leave. And if I've been taught that parents are charged with the task of raising their kids in the church and are damned if they don't." There's so much fear. This is her, um, what she's saying. There's so much fear. It's paralyzing. And how does this continue to have such a hold on me, even if I don't believe it and I don't agree with so many of the teachings in the religion? Okay. So let's, I'll go that far and that there's more questions from there, but let me start with this. If you take a step back, you want to ask yourself, what what do you want to to model and teach to your children? And I've thought about this myself. Uh, because I, I was raised in many ways, you do whatever you can to make sure that you stay in the church and that you make sure that your kids stay in the church. The church is the way. And if you if you stay on this path, then you will be good. Things will be okay for you in your life. If you deviate, then watch out because here comes all of the horribleness into your life. Um, and if you as a parent are a part of pushing your children toward deviating, that's a huge problem. You're the chain breaker. Back to my back to what I said earlier. What are you trying to model and teach to your children? Um, I've I've I don't want to model and teach to my children uh, this fear-based model uh, of fear and control and playing it safe to stuff your doubts to stuff your feelings to stuff your truths because you have to justify things in order to stay on this path um now there is some truth that there is some safety on the path. Um, you know, if you follow certain commandments to it to a T, then you're likely to miss out on some negative consequences in your life. That's true. Um, I think there's a fallacy that the church kind of has a corner market on all of the keeping of the commandments. I think you can absolutely have a, a faith expansion and still keep to some principles and live in certain ways without having the fear and the control of the church forcing you to to do that. 
what I want to teach to my children is how to wrestle. I want them to teach how to, I, I want to teach them how to be self-realized adults who can find truth, who can work through difficulty, who can face um, face certain things that are uncomfortable to face, but face them anyways, rather than stick their head in the sand and move forward. So to me, our children, we need leaders in the future who are going to really step into truth and face it as it is. Um, if we don't, if we teach the other way, if we come back to, hey, I'm just going to pretend like everything's okay. I'm going to pretend like there's, you know, I believe perfectly in the church the way that it is. And that's what you should do too. Then we are, we are just perpetuating these same cycles. And I'll go as far to say perpetuating cycles of cognitive dissonance. We need to create some cognitive dissonance in order to um, not look at, at not look at reality and just trudge forward. So to, to, to summarize what I'm saying here, um, the, the worry is that uh, if I open up, then I'm going to regret it later because they might leave the church. Truth is, is you is that might be an influence on them leaving the church, but they still have their own agency. Um, you don't have to be steady and sure with your beliefs to be a good parent when it comes to spirituality. You can you can be a good parent by modeling the wrestle, by modeling the faith, by modeling the honesty and the uncertainty. I think that's something that the the church teaches that is a fallacy, which is a good steady person is somebody who lives in certainty who who knows who has a testimony where i believe that god operates oftentimes in the uncertainty in that that uncomfortable vulnerable space of not knowing and um i you know i think it's good for a parent to own that and show that and teach that to their children. Um, it will be my fault if they leave. Uh, again, they have their own agency and they have their own journey. And you actually don't have the ability nor the right to try to get them to stay. Now, you do have an influence on them. That is true. Um, you know, if we go to this place of what if the church isn't true, what if something else is true? We don't know what it is, but you stepped up in a very difficult situation in a culture, a marriage, a family system, whatever it is. And you were honest, even when it was uncomfortable and you die and go to heaven. What if, what if you, you hear the words, wow, good for you. Like, yeah, you did have an influence on your children leaving. And you know what? That made all the difference. Um, rather than rather than follow what you should and what's been indoctrinated and fear-mongered into you, um, what is your gut telling you? 
What is your intuition telling you? So, and she says, so much fear. Why? It's paralyzing. And how does this continue to have such a hold on me, even if I don't believe it? You know, I, I, I definitely have this too. Like, it is so ingrained inside of us that you don't deviate. And if you do, you're bad. You're bad. You're bad. You don't deviate. Um, and so it, you, you, I hope that you understand that there's a reason for that. There's, there's teachings that are subtle and in our psyche unconscious in like in in us that say whatever you do protect staying in the faith whatever you do and they're they're very deep deep down and automatic inside of us and so when you start to expand out <laughs> even even when you start to have these thoughts and and beliefs those things are still very much ingrained and my experience, I'm still working through this in a lot of ways, is that when you have that uncomfortable feeling, you really got to stop and 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 think, where is this coming from? And also play the tape forward with it. Okay, if I if they do leave the church or if I talk openly about this and this happens and this happens and this happens, will all of my biggest fears come true? Will my kids completely fall off the wagon, become drug addicts, not believe in God, uh, hate the church, like blah, 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 if I'm honest? Probably not. Um, you know, if, if we believe that if you let go of the rod, you're automatically in the great and spacious building, you're damned, you're, you're not moving forward. Yeah, we'll do everything we can as parents to make sure our kids don't do that. But if we believe that if 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 you let go of the rod some and you actually uh find some connection to some real truth to God, you experience some growth that you otherwise wouldn't have experienced had you not listened to your doubts, then you want that for your children. You desire your children to have that. Um, so I feel like I'm leading a double life trying to avoid drawing attention to my disbelief of uh, some of the gospel topics because I want to protect myself and my kids from being rejected or turned into a service project with the church Um. so with with that one, it, there's some truth there. You know, if if you um, become one of the fallen or the the inactives or the you know the ones that don't have testimonies, the questioners, then you know how are your neighbors going to respond? Here's my here's my response to that. Um, I I'm in the process of going through this myself. And I actually was texting my bishop this week and he um, responded so amazingly well. And um, 
and and he just i i said something like yeah you know i might not be i i might not have the strongest testimony of of you know someone in the ward but i just want you to know that i that i love to serve and help people and and things like that and he wrote back like basically and not in these words but he wrote back hey you and your wife are the best and we're so glad to have you just coming around and that what what i found is if people reject me because of my beliefs, then they're not my friends anyways. And if they, if they want to, you know, if they want me just because they want me in the religion, then they're not my friends anyways. If I leave and they reject me, no, thank you. If I leave and they have to force me back into being in the religion in a certain way, no, thank you. If I leave and they're curious and they're my friends and, they still want to connect to me that that's my that that to me is the the gospel in action there might be some rejection there but it's not that scary i think people on the other end of it know that but when you're in front of it it's like oh my gosh what will people think are you going to spend your life and parent your children out of the fear of what others might think or do versus are you going to step into it Here's the other thing that that's happened that that I've kind of experienced is a lot of the a lot of the neighbors and friends around me are actually grateful and feel safety and feel comfort that I am where I'm at and I'm authentic about that so that they can open up too and they can be honest too about how they're feeling. Um and you know if they turn me into a service project and come rake my leaves or bring me dinner then Hey, why not? Hey, I'll whatever. Thank you. <laughs> um, on one hand, I feel like I'm blessing my my kids, um, my kids who have left. So this I've, I've changed the words here a little bit. On one hand, I feel like I'm blessing my children that have left with um with them, with my questions and concerns. I hope they don't feel the pressure to conform, because they know it's okay maybe even normal to disagree with some of the topics and that they will feel relief knowing that I don't think they are broken. Okay. Um, so I definitely lean toward that side of things. Almost like I'm giving them permission to just be who they are. I wish I had been given that. Okay. So if you're feeling that way, I think there's an answer there that, um, you know, you can he really hear the wrestle between what has been ingrained and indoctrinated, indoctrinated into us versus what your gut is telling you. Um, on one hand, it's I should, I should, I should, I should. I, I shouldn't speak about my doubts. I should raise my children in the church. I should not deviate at all. And then the other side of things is like, man, I feel like I give my children's space, um, safety, permission. It helps me be able to connect to them. Um, but I still, so I wish I had been given that, but I still feel guilty about it and worry that I'll be held accountable on judgment day. See, you can hear it. You feel guilty about opening up space permission, connection, and safety for your children. There's something broken here. 
There, there's something in the way that's causing some suffering. And I think the church would say, what's in the way is your doubts get back in line. And what I would say is what's in the way is your shoulds and your indoctrination. And if you can surrender that and let that go, it's scary because there's so much behind it saying you're doing something bad and, and we don't want to do anything bad. Um, even to the point of, and, and what she's saying is be held accountable on judgment day. Uh, really, really what this comes back to, you know, I was talking to a, a good friend the other day and she's going through something very similar with her children. And what it comes back to is her um, unsteadiness and, and wavering in, in where she's at. Now, that doesn't mean that she needs to be certain about God and all of her spirituality and all of those things, but she can be confident in her progression and confident in her journey. And if she shows up that way with her children, her children will feel, feel her strength and her confidence as she navigates um, through her faith expansion. Now, if she's feeling a lot of shame and guilt and I'm doing something wrong and, you know, th th then um, the, the children will pick up on that and the energy they'll feel is, oh my gosh, like mom isn't safe. Um, I, I can judge mom. I have a, I have a friend whose kids are all in the church and, um, wife is in the church still and, and he's not. And the kids are like going to the bishop and talking about how to deal with, you know, their, their fallen away father, their dad, who is bad basically. And, and the wife actually perpetuates that because she's looking at him like, look, you've fallen away. You're bad. What's wrong with you? And whereas he's ex expanding, he's feeling like, man, I'm, I'm actually feeling more freedom and honesty and connection, um, to God and and not just drinking it all in. Um, is he is he the bad one? I don't think so. I actually think he's he's courageous, kind of. He needs to take it a step further of being not ashamed about his expansion. I'm not ashamed that I am who I am, and I want to show my children that it's okay that I am where I'm at. And you know what? Like, I'm not going to believe that I'm the fallen one myself. You might all believe it around me, but I'm not going to show up that way. And I don't believe that that's what I am. Because if you buy into those thoughts and those lies, then your energy is going to be shame and guilt and fear. And then, and then you will look like, you'll feel like, I don't know if the bad one is the right word, but like, the one that doesn't really know what the heck is going on. Now, this is easier for me to say. Um, it's going to take a process of some real surrender, some real, um, I would say, I, I look at this as, as spiritual trauma work to let go of faulty beliefs that are getting in the way of you being fully knowing yourself and realizing who you are. So we talk about when we talk about reclaiming your heart, 
reclaim who you are no matter what without the fear um, dictating how you live and what you do. A, a lot of this topic, you guys, is about... Um, it's about us loving our children. And the last thing I want is for my kids to be harmed in any way. And when we're raised in the church and the church comes along with this very safe plan that you stick to in order to be okay, it seems like, wow, if I'm a good parent, I'm going to just try to push my children onto that path. They just get on that path. Just get on that path. And I would challenge that some. I would say that a really good parent, whether they stay in the church or out of the church, teaches their kids how to actually practice real faith, how to actually practice real, real agency, honesty, integrity, authenticity, all of those buzz, buzzwords. Those things are real, but those things don't happen when we're just going along with something and pretending or being paralyzed by fear or acting out of fear because we don't know ourselves. Though Integrity, authenticity, honesty, all those things go out the window because that fear undermines it. We don't know what we don't know. If she shows up authentic with her children, 20 years from now, there might be blessings that are so great because she showed up authentic. But we don't know what we don't know. And that is the nature of faith. But we do know that our agency says we have we can choose. We can choose to show up authentic and honest and open, or we can choose to show up fake. We always have that in front of us. And if I show up fake, then I can keep kind of doing what I'm doing and making sure that, you know, I'm I'm falling in line. Showing up showing up in fear or hiding or not owning who you are that's one thing also showing up rebellious and overcompensating and and uh you know putting putting the finger up to to everybody because you're sick and tired of being controlled that's fear based too but stepping into your power as a person who's realized where you're at um people are going to have responses around you. People are going to think you're bitter. People are going to think you're awesome. People are going to, but you'll feel at peace. You'll feel connected to God as you step into truth. That I can attest to. And when you feel at peace and you feel connected to God, you feel that love, then you start to feel that confidence and you start to be able to have the conversations that you need to have. With one of your children, you might have one conversation. With another, you might have a very different conversation. But you'll be able to navigate that once you have that solid foundation. It's a catch-22. You have that solid foundation once you start stepping into it. When you step into it, you feel this fear come up and this vulnerability. and this this It's scary. But it, you step into it more. You sit in it. You stay in it. You stay honest. And as you do that, you start to really realize how you feel and where you're at. But if you revert back to the fear, you fall back into the, the, the force and the control, then you don't have that growth. You don't have that confidence. You don't have that steadiness. And then you're, you're left kind of floundering and wondering what you should do with your children. I so appreciate 
um, this person reaching out to me and asking these questions. Um, I think uh, so many people going through faith expansion, one of their main concerns is their children. Um, and uh, there's a lot of surrender to that because I think we care for our children. At least I can say I do more than anything else. And I want what's best for them. And it feels risky and a little bit scary to step out on the ledge a little bit, but it also feels extremely important to model that to my children. All right, you guys, if this is helpful, then please share it. And, um, also leave me a rating and a review. I would really appreciate that. If you just take five minutes, go over, um, quickly, just leave me a rating. I would so appreciate that. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you guys.